the alcohol beverage industry is a multifaceted business. Here at Cheers with RNDC, we're exploring a variety of industry topics with our guest hosts and leaders in the adult beverage space. We invite you to grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Ann Reeves. I am an account executive on our national and strategic accounts team for the on-premise division. I am also a co-lead for our Beta ARG, and many of you may wonder, what is Beta? Beta is our ARG centered on Hispanic and our Latin community. We want to share guidance and tools that can improve the cultural climate within RNDC while assisting members in developing a strong network of members who, through their participation, experience growth in the areas we call the four C's, career, commerce, community, and culture. We welcome you to join Beta and our upcoming events, which we will discuss here in our podcast later. I would like to introduce our newest co-leader, Gabriel Delgado. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Gabriel Delgado. I'm the Director of Operations for Arizona. Uh, a little bit about me. I've been in the, the wine and spirits business for about 10 years. Prior to working for RNDC, I was with Southern Glazers for eight years. I was the Director of Operations in originally in Louisiana. And then I got promoted and picked up a couple of states. So I was in uh, Missouri, Kansas, and Iowa as the VP of Operations for those three states. And then I picked up an additional, uh, for a total of seven states for Southern. So I was uh, Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. So it was a great experience with Southern, but I'm very, very happy to be back home in the state of Arizona with not only RNDC, but now as a co-leader of Vida. So I think there's a lot of opportunity that RNDC is bringing and so I'm really, really excited. And I wanted to introduce our third co-leader, Rocio. Hi, thanks, Gabe. Man, that's some kind of resume there. I wish I could uh, say that I've had that kind of experience, but my name is Rocio Alcorta. I'm based out of Houston, Texas. I've been with RNDC for, I'm going on four years. I am a trade market manager on the corporate marketing team, and I am their multicultural specialist focusing on the Asian and Hispanic consumer segment. So I'm really excited to be the newest member on Vita and to be able to contribute all my, my know-hows and meet so many more wonderful uh, Hispanic employees across the network and build relationships and uh, grow our careers together. So it's exciting to be here with everybody. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with Anne in the past, so it's been great to um, not only make new friends like Gabriel, but also reunite with old ones like Anne. So we're really excited to be here with you guys and talk a little more about what we have in store for you. You may be wondering, what exactly is Hispanic Heritage Month? Hispanic Heritage Month means recognizing the contributions and achievements of Hispanic Americans who have been successful and inspired others to succeed. National Hispanic Heritage Month runs from Thursday, September 15th, and it ends on Saturday, October 15th. What does Hispanic heritage mean to me? To me, I would say it's our traditions. Traditions in Hispanic culture are like quinceañeras, mariachis. What are some of your favorite traditions for Hispanic Heritage Month? For me, I, I really think that recognizing our family and really spending more time with them I think that kind of going back to our roots of where we're from and who we are really kind of brings out in me, you know, not only 
that vida portion or mi gente kind of mentalism, uh, but really getting back to the roots and, and recharging those for me. What about for you, Rocio? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people really don't know what it stands for. And like Anne said, it's recognizing the achievements that Hispanics have brought to the United States. So thinking about like my parents and my ancestors who made the journey over here for a better life and given me the opportunity to be here and contribute to this society that we have here is a big deal. And I think I'm a big part of what it really is, not to mention our food, you know, our culture with our food, it says a lot about us and um, I love to eat. So I'm really excited to do a lot of that this Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, a little bit more is, you know, the three of us are, are Mexican descent, but just also getting to learn and know more about other Hispanic cultures. So I've been lucky to have um, some travels to other countries and just learning their culture as well and, and seeing how they do things on their end of the world is something that I, I really value and really think about during this time of the year as well. Have you guys have any particular experiences with other cultures that you want to share? So one of the things I think is really important for us to recognize is that I know that all of us, when we're, we're speaking to each other, that we're Mexican. And that, that doesn't mean that we want to exclude all of our other brown friends and family in different areas and cultures of the world. So we have our Cubanos, Dominicans, people down south, you know, Argentinians, you know, it's everybody. And to include the allies that support all of those people. So not only do I really appreciate Vida as a organization across RNDC, but we're able to not only highlight some of the things that we're bringing to the table, being culture, the family values, the drive and determination. So I love being able to connect across the country and be able to share some of those four C's from my perspective. I've probably had a very different life than some other people that are currently with RNDC. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, prior to being in the, in the wine and spirits business, I was a Navy helicopter pilot and did special operations for 14 years. So got to fly and go all over the world and do different kinds of crazy things. But it gives me a different perspective across the board, not only from a United States, but a worldly view, living and operating in lots of different countries. So I really appreciate the opportunity for RNDC to really not only support Hispanic Heritage Month, but invest in it and invest in us. So I appreciate that. What an awesome background, a military helicopter pilot. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that across RNDC, we have a ton of Latinos and Latinas that are you know, ex-military or still in the military and allies that are military. And on that note, I also want to highlight our other ARG, Valor, who does an amazing job. Um, if you guys are ex-military as well, I mean, you can't just be in one ARG. We have multiple, but also, you know, shout out to all of our military. My little brother is a retired Navy corpsman. So I love that we have a lot of RNDC employees out there that are ex-military, as well as I have to say, I have to agree with you. The, the family thing is awesome. Like I spend a lot of time with my cousins. We are super close. And I think that's one of the traditions and favorite elements of our heritage is that we keep close relationships with our extended family. 
and continue large gatherings. And, and that's normal to us. Like it's party almost every weekend, or it seems like, cause we have everyone here coming over, cooking out, eating, hanging out. And that's um, one of the things that we want to pass on to our children, not just mine, but my nieces and nephews, my little cousins and show them that that's the way that we were raised and brought up. And that's the kind of culture that we want them to be raised in. What about you, Rocio? I also have a big family and we do have a lot of family gatherings. It is really important. I had a lunch with my sisters yesterday, try to make it a point to see each other on a regular basis, not just special occasions, but you know, Gabriel's background is again, you know, Trump mind <laughs> with his military background. Um, I've been privileged to do some some traveling. I just got back from Costa Rica, who shares the same uh, Independence Day as Mexico. Traveling, wow, that's another thing that I love to do. Um, I can't wait to travel to all these extravagant places that Rocio has been to. Um, I've been to Mexico and I've been to the Dominican, and one of the things that I love about my trips is learning about the different cultures, the different foods, of course, because we all love to eat and drink and experience the different elements of these countries. And one of my favorite places in the world, you know, and this comes from somebody who loves the beach. I love the beach. I spend a lot of time in the beach. I feel like I am connected to the ocean. But my other favorite place that I absolutely love is Guadalajara. Uh, Guadalajara is beautiful. The color, the culture, the art, um, the flowers, just being there, experiencing mariachis, where they originated from. I saw my first all-female mariachi group in Guadalajara uh, years ago, and it was so awesome. They were beautiful, beautiful voices, and having that experience is amazing, and I can't wait to experience some of these other countries that you have experienced and connect with people across our RNDC states that are from other countries that I, I want to learn about and get to experience. So connect with us and share some of your tips. We have some awesome things coming up. We're going to discuss this in a few, but we're hoping to create a holiday cookbook for our Be the ARG members. And I want to invite everyone of the Hispanic and Latin cultures and communities to share your recipes with us because we love to eat as a culture. I mean, we have some of the best food, right? Um, and not only that, we have some of the best cocktails, which um, we'll also talk about here in a little bit. So, Rocio, you were saying? Yes, basically the same thing is, you know, being able to travel to these other Hispanic countries and not only relate with them, but also um, being engulfed in their traditions and cultures is such a beautiful thing. And I really look forward to meeting all of those associates within RNDC that have a different background than mine or, or ours and learn more from them. And that was exactly where I was leading to is our um, cookbook. We hope that everybody has a favorite recipe you could share so that we can share it amongst you know, the, the network and we can all enjoy and experience everybody's culture. And um, so I'm really excited to do that. On top of featuring everybody's recipes for this holiday season, I wanted to connect back to the Hispanic Heritage Month that we as RNDC are doing uh, network-wide. So we're featuring some winemakers and master distillers. We um, have two winemakers and then we have four spirits that we're featuring. And we're featuring the career paths and lives of those individuals and 
how their careers came about, what they're currently doing, what's inspired them and their brands. So we're really excited to have that launch for the first time this year as a network-wide program, corporate initiative. So I hope everybody joins the call and, and gets on board and visits our Go Out 365 blog so you can learn more about these individuals and brands. We have some videos of them speaking and, and sharing some of their background. We have a lot of great information there and some great cocktails that you can try. Hey, Rocio, that brings up a really good point. So from that perspective, what is your favorite Hispanic influential person? For me, I, I think it would be Cesar Chavez. Growing up in Arizona from Yuma and just the way that he was able to impact social change in, in a positive way. So, so that's one other kind of person that I found that was very influential. What about you? Man, you're going to put me on the spot because that's a great person too. <laughs> I never really put much thought into it besides like my parents who, you know, did the journey to get over here and give us the life that we have. I was a kid. I'm not a typical Mexican. You know, I grew up with Musica tropical. I am a salsa dancer, you know, and people are like, wait, but you're Mexican. I'm like, and I, that's what my parents loved. That's how they met at a club dancing salsa and, and tropical. And so that's what I was used to. And my dad used to always listen to oldies, not mariachis or rancheras. You know, I can sing any oldie song you can think of. And people are like, how do you know this music? I'm like, my dad listened to oldies growing up. That's all we listened to. And on the weekends, my mom would put salsa, merengue, and cumbia to clean, you know. So the influences that they gave me to open my eyes and horizon to not just the Mexican culture, but to the Hispanic culture and everything else that's out there. And I think that's what gave me the travel bug, you know, like I want to experience the world um, because of what, how they, they brought us up experiencing different things that aren't typical to the Mexican culture. I don't know if that's kind of went off your topic, but um I would say my parents. <laughs> no, I think that's that's definitely a uh, probably the right answer. I was just thinking about influential people, and, and I, I think you're very influential when it comes to that making a journey like that. So for me, it was a very different experience because all of my family has either been in the United States back to when it was before the United States. So I have a, a long history of family either in uh, Southern Arizona or over in uh, Texas out of the Corpus area. So it, it's uh, it's very different because my family had been here. So it's a different experience for me across the board. So it's almost difficult because, you know, I don't really specifically identify with, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. You know, that Chicano word is kind of what I am, but uh, it's very, it's very unique. What about you, Anne? So I'm a little combination of you guys, and I love hearing your story because I, I, I agree with you both on, on both of your outlooks. So my dad was born in Juarez, and my mom was born in New Braunfels, Texas, a little German town. So she didn't even speak Spanish when she met my dad. So I'm a little combination of both of you guys, and I definitely relate to the Chicano and the Mexican heritage term. And my dad worked really hard for us to get an education and, and not work um, the same kind of, you know, extent that he did to try to make a better life for us. And, and I think he did a great job because, you know, my, my brothers and I both 
are what I would consider successful, right? Um, so I definitely understand both sides of that. And I was born and raised here. And a lot of my family was born and raised in the US. But we also have like our parents that were, you know, either born here or the other one was born in Mexico. So we we both have that combination. So that that's awesome. But when it comes to influential leaders, I definitely have to say, I also agree with that. You know, my my dad worked so hard for us. Um, and so did my mom. And then we also grew up with oldies, classic rock and Tejano. And so, of course, everyone knows La Reina, Selena Quintanilla. She's one of my inspirational leaders um, because she was a female and about to cross over to the side that no female had ever done. And also her smile, her presence. We got to see her many times. But then I also like I'm a fashion person. I love fashion. And so you have you know, Carolina Herrera, you have Frida Kahlo. I mean, who doesn't know that name, right? I mean, there's so many awesome Hispanic inspirational leaders. And one of the ways that, you know, we want to make sure that we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month is make sure that you you look up an artist or go to an art exhibit or read literature or listen to some of the music and absolutely dine and drink, you know, Hispanic cocktails. Who doesn't like tequila? Um, if you say you don't like tequila, you probably haven't had a good one yet. And uh, we are so very fortunate to represent some awesome brands, right? Um, so with that, like, what is what is your favorite cocktail, Gabriel? I'm I'm a fan of having my tequila just on the rocks. So I'm very partial to añejos. So that dark you know, caramelly, vanilla-y, just a very unique uh, taste of not only Mexico, but the way that they produced it. And so I'm a big fan of the extra añejos. So that that's definitely my drink of choice. Cheers to that. What about you, Rocio? Man, I'm going to be the... Um... The weird one. I'm not crazy about tequila. I mean, I'll I'll sip on the good stuff, but if I really my to go drink would be bourbon. I'm a bourbon girl um, and gin. I love me some gin. So I like the more uh, artisanal gins, the the more floral, not the um, the typical hard stuff that people think about when they think gin. So those are my two to go: summer gin and uh, bourbon winter. <laughs> That's so you're awesome. having those in cocktails or are you just drinking them straight? You gin so, straight? I'll do gin with uh, soda water or I'll do it over ice like you and your tequila, which I, I judge people who drink chilled tequila, but <laughs> that's just... You judge all you want. My choice. <laughs> exactly. So I won't judge you. Um, but yeah, and then gin I'll do with sparkling water or um, over ice, depending on, on the, which one it is. And then my bourbon, I, I like it chilled or with a splash of ginger ale. Mm, I'm judging you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I like my tequila neat. So I'm with Rusty on that one. I don't like mine chilled. I like it neat as well. But I mean, tequila is tequila. And when I'm not drinking straight tequila, I do love a ranch water. So check out a ranch water if you haven't already. Rocio. With our Hispanic Heritage Initiative, we want to make sure um, that everyone knows why we're doing this and what we are supporting. 
I know that you, this is your forte. So I'm going to let you speak on what we are sending our funding for from this awesome initiative, because I am very excited for everyone to know what we are partnering with. Yeah, Absolutely. That, what RNDC is supporting. So I think it's, it's awesome. The direction that we're going. Um, so yeah. Proceed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, starting with Black History Month last year, we had a great first time program that we launched and it was a learning process because, you know, this is something that just like the RGs are, are new to the organization and great additions to the associate resources. Um, this year we're doing Hispanic Heritage Month and partnering with Alpha. Alpha is the Association of Latino Professionals for America. And they are the first national Latino professional association in the United States. And they just actually finished celebrating their 50 year anniversary. They have chapters all over the nation that really does a lot for the Hispanic community. They help with all kinds of resources for students and professionals to either help through school with scholarships, which is what uh, we're partnering them with and help professionals grow their in their career paths. So I'm really excited to start this partnership with them and not only start it, but continue it from now until forever, because it's a great opportunity. And during the program, you know, we're, we're working with six suppliers that are being featured, which is Cuatrocentos Conejos, Brugal, Don Q, Coralejo, Allegro, y Casillero del Diablo. And they all have agreed to donate to Alpha for these scholarships that will be given in October. So... For next year, we'll be announcing who those scholarship recipients were, and we're actually going to get footage of them um, with their scholarships. So I'm very excited that we'll be able to see the actual people that we're impacting. So hopefully next year we can up the ante and, and get more scholarships and help more people. But I'm really excited about it. So if you look it up, if you go to uh, Go About 365 to the blog page for Hispanic Heritage Month, it's already up and active. You can find a link there to either donate or learn more about Alpha. What an awesome initiative. I mean, what better way to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month than offering so, so much money and scholarships. What an amazing thing for RNDC to do and for us to be a part of and to be proud of a company that we work for that gives back to the community and also is creating more Latino and Latina leaders for the future, right? So cheers to that. Absolutely. Two of the featured individuals for the program will be visiting us on our VIDA calls later on in October. We really hope that you're able to join us and learn more about Jaime Salas, who is a agave expert and an advocate for Cuatrocentos Conejos Mezcal, and also Karina Arroyo. She is a winemaker for Allegro Cellars. I've had a, the opportunity to hear Jaime speak in the past, and he is a great speaker. He is so full of knowledge. Keep an eye out for those calendar invites coming out uh, to all our VIDA members. Feel free to forward those to anyone that you think might be interested. I look forward to hearing Karina speak, and hopefully you guys will join us on these calls. Absolutely. And if you have any questions that you would like them to answer or address, please feel free to send them our way. That way we can be a little prepared with um, those questions. Everybody, we appreciate um, you listening to our podcast and our perspectives on not only Hispanic Heritage Month, but the initiatives that RNDC is supporting in relation to that. So thank you, everybody, for you know, listening.
I've enjoyed being on this podcast with two of my amazing co-leads, Rocio and Gabriel. I look forward to seeing you guys on our Vida calls and we appreciate everything that RNDC is doing to elevate Hispanic leadership, mentorship, and communication. Keep an eye out for those podcasts. Keep an eye out for the Hispanic Heritage initiatives coming out. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Sounds great. I'm really excited to be part of the team now. And I really look forward to meeting more associates and, and grow the grow the group. We're very excited to be here with you guys and relaunch Vida ARG. We really hope to hear from more associates that are interested in not only joining, but meeting with us and to learn more on how you can participate. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. It's been very exciting to have our first podcast. And I wanted to invite everybody to Go to our Speakeasy Vita page, like and follow us and stay tuned for all the content. And also visit all the other ARGs like Anne mentioned earlier. You don't just need to follow one or be a part of one. You can be part of two, three, four, five or all of them like me. <laughs> Until next time, guys, take care. Have a good one. Salud. Thank you for spending time with us. We hope you found this information valuable. For future podcast releases, follow RNDC on social networks or visit our website at rndc-usa.com. Cheers to you.